0: Informants and saboteurs. Check the dead drop for signs of life. Tuck in your sleeper agent with their favorite blankie. And ask yourself: is there in fact any intelligence in the intelligence? Hey, hey, psst. Hey, it's time to talk tall to me. <laughs> Welcome back, I am Omen Said.
1: And I am Nick McGill.
0: Together we are Feckless Moans. And this is Talk Tall to Me. A clandestine transfer of information in the safe house of Prog Rock, in which non-official cover Nick and one-way voice link Omen will conduct surveillance on every single track that covert rock band Jethro Tull has ever encoded We will perform cryptological examinations of the counterintelligence of Crossfire. We will conduct deep cover surveillance on Summer Day Sands. And we will resort to subterfuge in order to get Ray Lamas to divulge the location of the Mouse Police microfilm. We will speak the secret codex of Tull for your ears only, receiving secret instructions from the shadowy figure with many names, the man with the golden flute, Flute finger, octaflutie. Yes, that international man of mystery, Ian Anderson. You got me on octaflutie. <laughs> I thought I I, thought I might. <laughs> I, I feel like the last
1: two hundred plus episodes has been just us trying to decipher the madness that is Jethro Tull.
0: Yes, yes, we are we are the sleeper agents, and someday we'll wake up.
1: Yeah what's our what's our key phrase? What's our trigger phrase?
0: It's in it's it's in one of the later albums. It's in Zealot Gene. It's the last. It's Lask. in Gene. Yeah, okay. Fair
1: enough. Thank goodness we haven't listened to that yet.
0: I know. Nick, welcome back to Le Pud. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Today we have a, a very special double feature, a double crossing feature. That we do.
1: We are doing tracks two and nine off of the album Under Wraps, the titular songs Under Wraps. One and two, and they are similar enough that I was comfortable to combine them. And if you have a problem with it, Omen's email address is omen. (laughs) We are, yes, we've got a lot on our plates, so I think we're going to jump right in. How do you feel about that, Omen?
0: I feel so freaking good about it. Let's have a listen. Let's do it. Under
1: wraps numero uno. Have we there under wraps? We have been wrapped under, under wraps. There it is.
0: We wrapped it and now we will tap it.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, that is, that is the common. For safety. The commonly understood best practice.
0: Best practice. (laughs) That's right. So Nick, this is a song which musically has a lot of elements, no? It sure does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is a very busy song. It's it's very busy. I don't I don't hate it, but it's very
0: frenetic. I would call it maximalist. Okay. okay. I would I feel like I feel like at any opportunity to put in an effect, they took it. Yeah, twice. They put the effect in, then they put it in another another one.
1: And then it's a different effect every single time. So Ian was basically like, "Put What's that button do? Do it. Do that button now. Now this one, don't you that we already pressed that one. Don't do it now."
0: Did you ever see the film Amadeus about the life of Mozart and uh, and his rival? It's not Pagliacci. No. that's the clown.
1: Salieri. Salieri. I think I saw bits and pieces of it in
0: college. There's a great scene where I think it's Mozart composes something and brings it to the the Duke or the the King, whoever is the patron of both of these composers, and he says, "All right, well, you know, what do you think of this new piece?" And the the patron says. Mm, I feel like it has too many notes. <laughs> and Mozart's like, "I I assure you, it has exactly the number of notes that it needs." <laughs> too many notes. I don't understand. There are just as many notes, majesty, as are required, neither more nor less. But I sort of feel like that bewigged figure in that film's sort of like, I feel like Under Reps has perhaps too many notes too many notes i think
1: you're right i think that's a good assessment yeah it's just it's very busy the synth is fun
0: it is and it and it goes well with the theme you know like every yeah. there's no moment to feel relaxed it kind of, the song kind of keeps you on your toes keeps you mm-hmm. always looking around for what's coming around the corner yeah but there's there's
1: something and, and and it embodies that very well because there's something about this song we've had fast tall songs before Oh, sure. And sure, you get swept away, but there's not a sense of of dis-ease there. There's not a sense of like, what's happening? (laughs) You know, this one is, this one, you really get, get, you get lost in it. And it's difficult to to discern what's going on here.
0: And yet, and yet you feel sort of clever for being in it. Hmm. Okay. I feel like it, it gives me the sensation of like, I'm the main character in this story.
1: Yeah, and you're you happen to be in like a like a watch your back action scene, running down an alley, but you're still the main character.
0: Totally, and even if I don't understand everything that's going on, mm-hmm. I still am dressed amazingly. <laughs> I've got yeah. a really cool black fedora. Right.
1: Okay, I like that
0: and a trench coat. Yeah, and nothing else.
1: Oh, oh, you're running from the park because you just flashed someone. Is that right? <laughs>
0: I'm no longer under wraps.
1: (laughs) And I'm also no longer allowed in the park.
0: (laughs) I'm also no longer allowed in the park.
1: So we start with
0: Ian's voice,
1: just under wraps. Yes! Under wraps. With, like, another, like, high pitch voice in the back, with some reverb on it as well. You could barely make it out, but it's there.
0: Under wraps. It feels to me, and I'm not familiar with these television shows, but it feels to me very, like... 1970s spy television show like what what was the show oh. um, the avengers wasn't it
1: oh sure yeah
0: that old that, that old program with the british spies and thor
1: no <laughs> no i'm sorry it was captain america
0: you're right oh no. <laughs> yeah you know, or, or even the early james bond stuff it's like i don't know another episode oh sure
1: it's it's i mean we can get back into radio plays with like green hornet and stuff
0: Yes, there's there's almost a kind of a callback to that, to the pulp novelly mm-hmm. serialized action story, yeah. story of, of of mystery and intrigue.
1: Yeah, that that works very well. I like that a lot. It feels like this is the beginning of our story. If we're looking at this album as a whole, you know, lap of luxury yes. was the prelude. Yeah, uh, like was it the character is now fan? Like, did the, did the character start the job? Is the character fantasizing? Is this more like, more like Pussy Willow, where you're fantasizing about a new job or something? You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. It is, it is. And then you know, we we have, so we have that kind of old timey sounding intro, which is then immediately contrasted with the very modern mm-hmm. sound of the synth. PJV comes in with all those arpeggios and all those effects and everything. And it almost is it's like it almost feels like here's a story as old as mankind. <laughs> For the modern age.
1: I feel like he put the 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 keyboard in a box and then just started throwing bouncy balls in it. And the bouncy balls just randomly hit keys. Yeah. That's how you randomly produce things back then. Bouncy yes. balls.
0: There was no such thing as a randomizer. You had right. to get 137 bouncy balls. Yep. Give them to 130 chimpanzees. What happened to the seven? The other seven? The other seven. I, I'm afraid I'm not at liberty to discuss oh, that okay. at this moment. Pete is not happy. It's a, It's a need-to-know situation. <laughs> you don't have the clearance.
1: So after or or at the same time as the synth i mean the drum machine jumps in immediately drumatron is right there to 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 be heard and it's it's like if the drum machine in lap of luxury was set to 12 this one is set to like 9 it's still super there and it's still super present and in the front but it's it's just dialed back just a little bit
0: maybe that's why i feel a little bit more friendly toward the drum machine in this song. There is something yeah. somewhat appropriate about it, I feel mm-hmm. like. It's it's like maybe my ear is just getting used to it the further that we get into this album.
1: It's possible, yeah. I've always felt in listening to this album that in the mixing they started pulling it back the further we went on, but maybe it's just a matter of becoming like inoculated to it.
0: In the eighties, they lined up children at a certain age and vaccinated them with a little, a little part of the drum machine. Yeah, not the full thing, not enough to you know make them become drummers. Yeah, just enough to make them become not drummers.
1: Yeah, that's the most important thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's why England had to import all their drummers after nineteen ninety three. <laughs> it's
1: a, it's a fact. Yeah, yeah. Go, go find a British drummer.
0: It's a fact. <laughs> Nick, the flute in this is extremely crisp very much so
1: it's crisp it's there it sticks out in the cacophony of of the two electronic sounds it it fits well with the electronic sound like they they pair very well but but it's still discernible
0: yeah and it's actually the only instrument that is not being played with the with the addition of electricity in some way i mean yeah. the bass is an electric bass it's an electric guitar obviously those are physical instruments that are being played but the flute is the only completely human powered instrument am i wrong in hearing probably <sighs> i'm sorry what were you going to say
1: let's be safe and assume so yeah am i wrong in in hearing mandolin in here sometimes ooh like very barely i couldn't tell you where it is but every now and then, there's just like a little tinkle of mandolin. I could be wrong. could be synthesizer. Who the hell knows?
0: I wouldn't say that you're wrong, but I wouldn't necessarily say that I agree with you. That I'm right. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that. I didn't hear any mandolin, but I'll have okay. to go back and take a listen.
1: Sure. A a yeah, it's acoustic guitar. It's not mandolin.
0: Yeah, I agree. Good work, sleuth.
1: There it is. There. It, so, yeah, there is... <laughs> Just let's throw some acoustic in this pot of spaghetti and see what happens.
0: And the funny thing is Martin isn't – I the first couple of minutes of the song, I was like, where's Martin? Yeah. Excuse me, where is Martin Barr? But then when we get to the bridge and especially when we get to the, the outro, Martin comes in with really playing a supplemental melody. And it almost it feels like one of those themes that you would hear over a James Bond scene you know it has that sure. kind of quality of like here's the the lone kind of mystery theme of the hero
1: yeah in in the particularly in the kind of the chorus area I don't know if it's it starts out sounding like electric guitar but it kind of ends sounding like synth so I'm not sure what it is Under- But he does come in with that, that spy sound.
0: I think there's a lot of layering going on in this song.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh, can we talk about the breath moment?
1: Yes, it's about 2.45.
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: You know what it reminds me of? I mean,
1: I, it, that answer could be anything.
0: Well, I'm glad that you guessed She-Wolf by Shakira. There's a she wolf in the closet. Let her out so she can breathe.
1: Don't keep your animals in closets, people. I think that's the the moral of the story, right?
0: Oh!
1: <laughs> it's a great song. I believe it. It's in four four time. Well, I want to talk about the breath, though. I think it works perfectly with that image of of our hero, the spy, like, frantically running down an alley.
0: Ah, uh, yes, he's, a little parkour stuff action. Stuff
1: is out of control, and he's got to get away.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Or even just the, the adrenaline of, like, ooh, I almost
1: got caught. Oh, sure. Oh, also, yeah. He turns the corner, and he's finally alone, and he can kind of unclench.
0: Yes. And then he sees Shakira.
1: And then you see Shakira singing that in an alley for some reason.
0: <laughs> it's in 4-4 four, four time. Uh-huh. A, a fairly regular time signature. Again, I wonder if the drum machine was a was a sticking point when it came to more complex time signatures. I really mm. don't know. I really don't know. It'll be interesting to listen to the rest of the album. This is Nick. Holman. This is one of the most excited times for me that I have felt in this whole process.
1: For knowing so little about this album and kind of theorizing of what we're going to hear next, like where this is going to
0: go? Yes, I feel like we're heading into the unknown. It is pretty exciting. Armed only with a nuclear-powered cigarette case and a shoe radio, we're going into the darkness. How big is the cigarette case? Massive. (laughs) To
1: be (laughs) nuclear-powered. Yeah, up, It has to be around. driven around in a Cadillac. Yeah. Cigarette, ma'am. I would light it, but my hair is falling out. I'm sorry. <laughs> From the radiation. So Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good joke. So another fun note about the synth, the ever-present synth in here. Please. At one point, one of the sounds that I I really dig, my favorite sound that we've got from the synth in this, is that marimba esque like ticka 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 ticka. Yes, so fun. It's really
0: fun.
1: It is very enjoyable, and and having that part, that's that's on the softer side for the synth sounds, not in terms of volume per se, but just it's like it's. It's kind of a smooth sound, that soft marimba, as opposed to like the jagged slashes from from the other pieces. So it's it's kind of a nice respite, and it, it really, because it's so soft, it really pulls the ear and kind of alleviates the the harshness that you jump back into.
0: It totally does, yeah. It, it provides a sense of of intrigue and mystery because you really have to listen for it. You're like, mm. like, what is it saying? What is that message that's coming through the static?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's it's kind of this secret
0: code. Totally. My favorite sound in this song is, I'm not sure if it comes from the synthesizer or if it comes from the drum machine, but it's those four automated claps. <laughs> You're a sucker for claps. <laughs> I love them. I love them in tall.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Clapotron. It's, the, it's the, the little bastard son of, of the drum machine. Yeah, yeah,
0: Clapatron, along with Gonorrheatron, Syphilitron. Syphitron. Gonatron, and Syphitron. Nick, anything else to say about the music? I'm glad they did
1: not launch the adult version of Transformers. I'll I'll tell you that. I'm just very thrilled. Yikes. I have nothing more about the music, Omen, do you? I haven't. All right. Then I'd say we're about... Halfway there. there, Oi, you old rapscallion! What is it?
0: It's the half of the show!
1: Oh, the first to the second half. The
0: the middle half. Oh, alright. So, Nick? Yes? We don't have much to talk about in this second half, but that's never stopped us before. I would like to... Bring into the mix someone's opinion about this album, and I think it's somebody that you will be interested to hear from.
1: Is it is it someone that we would appreciate their, their opinion on, or is it like Stephen Peacock?
0: It is not Stephen Peacock. Okay. It is Mr. Ian Anderson. I've heard of him. Reading from the Codex, Silent Singing, mm-hmm. Ian writes in the blurb, which introduces under wraps, After the experimental use of the early 80s state-of-the-art synths sequencers and samplers on the Anderson solo album, why not take it a stage further? In came Martin and David Pegg to join a programmable drum machine, since we were without a drummer. My studio lacked a drum booth or big enough space to set up a full live band, so boom-tit-de-boom-boom-tit it had to be. (sighs) but therein lay both the charm and the rejection by many fans who felt that this was a step too far. I programmed all the often complex drum parts during rehearsals, and we played real instruments and sang live to the result. Only the drums were electronic, apart for some of the keyboard sounds, but then we had been using since as early as 1972. Being primarily intended as a CD release, there were 15 songs to squeeze in a major workload for a relatively short period. As the title suggests, there are secret worlds behind the songs, or at least most of them. Cold War paranoia, Russian subs, double agents, science and engineering, plus a little financial greed and duplicity. I think I was at the peak of my vocal range and ability for this record before the rigors of touring took their toll. Martin's guitar work is superb and very fitting the nature of the material. Peter Vitesse was learning all the time, eyeing the producer's chair and planning a future career, less as a performing muso than a producer to the stars. Very interesting that
1: the excuse or the explanation to it is they didn't have a drummer. Who knows where, where Jerry went? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's another spy mystery. And... And they didn't have the space for a drummer. I guess everything was crammed into the the old Maison Rouge.
0: So, yeah, we I don't know that we actually have talked about this before, but this album was recorded at Ian's home, and I'm not sure if that is the same thing as the Maison Rouge mobile studio, because previous albums that were recorded at the Maison Rouge mobile studio certainly had a drummer. Right. So is this a more in-home studio than that was? Yes, believe was there some kind of transformation of the studio?
1: I believe Maison Rouge was his home studio. The Maison Rouge Mobile was actually mobile. I don't know. They had a bus or I don't know what the setup was. But we have seen them recording in both. And I believe, as this is right on the tail of Meow. Walk Into Light. Sorry. Sorry for the tail. I believe, I mean, it's the exact same setup. Aside from the fact that they brought in... right. Peggy and and Martin there
0: yeah yeah very interesting very interesting yeah and interesting that Ian cites the the charm that the electric Mm. drum machine provided and and the, the more I listen to this album the more I'm hearing the charm
1: I agree I agree before we started this long adventure I did not like a or under wraps at all and they are both very much grown on on me right here right on the left shoulder
0: they are grown on you it's gross your skin is one of the most fertile (sighs) paradises for under wraps and a it's it's fecund well yeah no light high humidity (laughs) yeah nick anything else to say in this here break no, that's good for me.
1: I think that is a great insight. Of course, the, in the following weeks, we'll, we will get into more quotes and details about the album itself. But I think now we can jump back into under wraps number one. Well then, tits to your uncle. See you on the corn cob. Tits to your uncle. <laughs> you heard what I said. I did. That's why I questioned it. Okay, Omen. So, we know that this album is a spy album. It is a spy album. Right? Everything is under the guise of spy, spy fiction. However, I have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of these songs as multi layered, and you could see it as straight up spy fiction, but you could also interpret it another way that would be perhaps a little more realistic. For people in their everyday lives?
0: Perhaps these songs are double agents, the true intentions of which are hard to fathom. I think that is right. I like that. I think that is a good analogy, and it fits perfectly. That's why we have put thumbscrews on each of these songs, and we're going to keep twisting till we get some answers. Until they
1: tell us what the hell they're about. <laughs> so this song, on the surface, is a spy, right? I mean, it's it's a spy who's fallen in love, and he's got to keep it on the down low. Mm. Is it is it all an error that he is pretending to be in love, so he's leading the the other agent on, and he's trying to get information? Is it a honeypot? You know what is going on here.
0: Well, what does it mean? What does the phrase "under wraps" mean? To be in secrecy, right? Like to be yeah. to be secreted. Yeah, to keep something. To keep something secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to keep that under wraps until the big reveal. Right. It is wrapped up in the paper of... Of a fake identity. For instance, yeah, it could be. Yeah, a mission could be under wraps. hmm Well, you know, it reminds me of sailing under sealed orders. Sailing under sealed orders... Okay, if you have a ship and somebody hires you to go do something they might say all right you're going to go to this port and you're going to pick up this many barrels of this and you're going to come back and here's what i'm going to pay you okay sailing under sealed orders is when they say i want to hire you but i'm not going to tell you what for Mm. so here's the piece of paper that says where to go once you're there you then open the next packet of papers it's like a it's
1: like an escape room
0: (laughs) yeah kind of yeah and if you get caught on the way, you have to destroy that packet that you haven't opened. That way there's no way that even you who's doing the mission will know what the mission was yeah. if you're compromised. Now, what air,
1: what time frame are we talking of sailing? Like, is this what current time
0: frame aren't we talking about? Is to? this currently happening? I was thinking, well, I don't know. It could be. I was thinking about Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. Gotcha. Okay. Where Captain Smollett says something to the, to the effect of, I'm a bit pissed off because the nature of this mission is, in, is under sealed orders, and mm. yet everyone in the crew seems to know more about it than I do. <laughs> that,
1: uh, understandably pissed.
0: Understandably small it. Under,
1: Yeah, that's my – that's the
0: mm-hmm.
1: – no, You got it. No, I believe in no. you. Pull
0: it out. Okay, we'll leave it there. I love the point that you brought up of the romance of this song. Yeah. I
1: can't quite, and it, maybe I don't need to put my finger on it, but I can't quite decide at what level the relationship is or the the affection is, and and I I think that works perfectly because if you're watching a spy movie, you never quite know either,
0: you know. That's right. I'm thinking about all the James Bond movies, all of the all of the stories about spies, and there's always the the romance, and you never know what everyone's intentions are. Did James love Pussy Galore? We'll never know. What's not to love? What's not to love? But right, that's the question. You know, who's who's tricking whom, who's getting information out of whom, who's using whom for what? Who's yeah. using what for whom? Who's using whom for to what ends? What ends of whom is using by who'd Who done it? Who's doing it? Who's doing me? Also a mystery. Also. <laughs> mm, not a very long one. But also,
1: on top of all of that, so that's that's our, our overarching umbrella of spy, right?
0: Yes. Sexy spy.
1: But also, could this not just be a guy having an affair? Or could this not just be, like, a relationship that's so early you don't want to tell your friends or family about it because you don't know where it's going to go, so you kind of you kind of just omit facts and you 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 kind of disappear for for an evening, you know like it's can that fit here too?
0: I think it can and i and I think that the key is the word wrapped wraps wrap you know to be under wraps is to be in secrecy as you as we discussed mm-hmm. to be wrapped mm. is to be is to be caught to have your entire attention caught by something yeah to be he's also using wrapped wrapped in the folds of your attention. Wrapped inside your smile Wrapped in the warmth, warmth of you wrapped in the warmth of you Wrapped up in your smile Wrapped in the of your attention He is trapped Wrapped yeah. You can't spell wrapped without trapped
1: Are you, are you sure? Do you, want a, you can't Do you want a notepad? You also,
0: need a, you also need a T And you need to get rid of the W <laughs>
1: You straighten out the W and and kick it
0: to the side. Yes, it's called recycling. But I I do feel like it's this sense of you know enjoying the feeling of having gotten in too deep to whatever it is, whether yeah. it's a double crossing spy situation, whether it's a flirtation that's gone too far, whether it exists only in the mind of the singer. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the the wrapped up by your eyes. Wrapped in the folds of your attention Contrasted with Wrapped in daydreams of you Wrapped in daydreams of you Wrapped up by your eyes Wear an air of casual indifference Careful how you go about your usual business Wear an air um, of casual is this a story about two individuals who have very limited contact and one of them has blown that up into this whole fantasy spy
1: story sure i think the fodder is there and there are enough loose threads that any of them are viable really and and by extension by by going back to our source material uh, the, the source of the material that is ian anderson who has said make of it what you will, like, I mean, it all kind of makes sense. So it all works.
0: Well, and he, you know, he's pointed out that the context of this album is the Cold War and, you know, all the, all the political machinations that were happening at the time. But he also said there are secret worlds behind the songs. Yeah. A secret world could be anything. Exactly. A secret world can be a world that exists only in our imagination. And I think that this theory that I, I feel like you introduced me to, for which I'm grateful, your beneficence has not gone <laughs> undetected. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Much appreciated.
0: My beneficence detector went off a several <laughs> minutes ago. I think this gets to the question, why do we like spy novels? Why do we like spy stories? Why, why do we like these kind of mystery stories? Mm-hmm. A- and for me, I think it's because we all love imagining ourselves as this suave, mysterious person with ulterior motives and a whole life that we're keeping secret.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely vicarious. The danger, the sexiness, things that most people can only literally only fantasize about. Right. When Bob in accounting is, is waiting for his, uh, his 40 reams of paper to print, he's got to fantasize about something.
0: That's right. So it is there is a connection here with Pussy Willow, I think. And this is maybe a little bit more fully developed, less desperate. That's yes. Will oh, yeah. More focused.
1: Yeah, there is there is certainly much more content yeah. here as opposed to just Delilah, the secretary's horned up, you know,
0: I think that the the reason why spy the world of spies is such an interesting thing to fantasize about is is probably is because the reality of it is is likely incredibly dull. You know, I think that a lot of spy work is doing a very, very boring thing for lots and lots of days in a row. And then having ten seconds of sheer panic while yeah. you transfer a file,
1: right? You sit and you watch in a car for for three weeks straight, and then and then you go do something. The same can be said for the romanticization of like police work, you know, or astronauts. I mean, really anything. Well, astronauts get to eat ice cream, so I mean, at least there's that.
0: <laughs> Other people get to eat ice cream too. <laughs> Yes, but in space, Omen. I've
1: I've never seen a spy thriller where they they eat ice cream, Omen. I mean, in so. space, no it, one can hear you
0: eat ice cream. <laughs> no
1: one can hear your brain freeze.
0: Did you just say that you've never heard of a a spy movie set in space?
1: No, eating ice cream. A spy eating ice cream.
0: Oh, yeah. I was all prepared to tell you about the last scene of Moonraker.
1: I know, I know you were.
0: But there's no ice cream there. There's no
1: ice cream in space. There's no ice cream in space. That's the rule. <laughs> That's we can't agree on anything in this world, but every country has agreed. No ice. No cream in
0: space. ice cream in space. Thanks, Buzz.
1: Not until you eat your vegetables in space. I think. In space. That...
0: <laughs> anything that we want to pull out of this song, I feel like I feel like, for as as mysterious as it is, it's it's fairly straightforward in a way.
1: Right. I think we hit enough of the the overarching themes and where those threads could lead that we don't necessarily need to get into to too many specifics. I think I think it all fits in whatever direction you, you lead down. I really like the seasonal thing at the very end. Wrapped in your summer night, wrapped in your autumn leaves, wrapped in the winter of your sleeping.
0: Wrapped in your summer.
1: wouldn't he do spring like why would he leave spring off Oh, it didn't fit it didn't
0: fit couldn't think of a metaphor yeah wrapped in the mud of your oh If only Ian had written two different versions of this song and put both of them on this album.
1: Guess what? What? We'll be hearing that right now.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I um I don't even I don't even want to make a joke. I I don't think No,
1: no, I don't think we should.
0: That is so frickin' pretty. That song really touched my heart. How gorgeous. I can listen to that song over and over. So really, really fascinating just contrasting the two. This is this version, this number two version is all acoustic. Yeah. It's half as long. It's only two minutes as opposed to four. We have Ian playing the acoustic guitar. Yep. I think we have Martin playing the acoustic guitar. In a lead guitar style, but I'm pretty sure it's an acoustic guitar. Oh, is
1: is there another one in there?
0: There is, yeah. Okay, I think I'm pretty sure
1: because there's mando in there too.
0: Maybe that's what I'm hearing, but okay. Mar- I'm pretty sure whatever instrument it is, it's it's Martin playing that that counterpoint. That uh, yeah,
1: I think that's the mando. Yeah, which, yeah, which we know Martin plays. We know that.
0: There's also tambourine. Wrapped in the folds your attention.
1: Tambo in there. I wonder if that was the drum machine or PJV. <laughs> not, I don't know, but I
0: I think it's not the drum machine.
1: Probably not. No.
0: Sounds like it has a human touch to it.
1: Yeah, it's it's t- it's too irregular. It's too accented to to be, I, I think, a, a drum machine.
0: The also major shift with this song is that it's played. Whereas the original number one version is played in a minor key, this is major, mm. which gives it that feeling of hopefulness. There's a couple of dark chords in there. Yeah. But it really, it feels much more like a love song than a spy novel. And yeah. and it's fascinating yeah. how the same content can work so well as one or the other. I mean, this really is like, oh, this is the romance here.
1: Yeah. and And before we go any further, don't forget that stand-up bass wrapped
0: up in your smile
1: peggy's his bass accents of boom, 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 kind yes, of just gorgeous. super irregular out of nowhere they just, they work so well this song is stunning
0: gorgeous absolutely gorgeous yeah you know what it reminds me of the contrast between these two songs
1: mm, what
0: could that be it reminds me of minstrel in the gallery
1: Mm. where you have
0: the acoustic start and then it goes electric. This is a little bit the opposite of that where it's like yeah. we have this super digital super synthy song and then we're going to reprise it 100% acoustic later on. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Even though it is clearly in the shadow of its loud acne-ridden obnoxious older brother that is the rest of the album, it still it still shines as this hidden jewel and I'm gonna have to re-listen to the album as a whole mm-hmm. to hear this in in its in its designated spot.
0: Yeah, because there are eight songs that separate it. Yeah, to really
1: to really hear where it, it's strategically placed and why,
0: you know. But it's oh, it's so so lovely. You fine listener, whether you are driving in your car, fantasizing about being a mysterious spy, or whether you are scraping paint. Off of your back porch. Remind us when we get to Heat and Paparazzi, mm. the song Twixtwitch Under Wraps 2 sits. Correct. Remind yourself and remind us because we will forget. And I just
1: wanna, Ian, I know you're listening, can you remake this entire album in acoustic,
0: please? Yes, please. That'd be wonderful. Thank you very, very much. We appreciate it.
1: That's I know we've asked a lot of you, but if you could kind of move that one up to the top of the list, that'd be great.
0: Nick, jumping over to the lyrics, you know, it's sure. so funny that that with a different setting, different lyrics stand out to me. Mm, okay. You know what I caught this time through listening, which I didn't catch the first time? It's a rhetorical question. I'm happy to just tell you. Okay, great. That'd be great. <laughs> the phrase, bless my boots upon my soul. Yeah. Secrecy, it is my failing. Bless my boots upon my soul. Secrecy, it is my failing. Ooh, secrecy is my failing. What is... Oh, there's a lot to dissect there. I get two potential meanings for that. potential me up.
1: Potential one. Secrecy is my failing that I am failing because I can't keep a secret.
0: Yes, uh-huh.
1: Or, I can't be fulfilled i am failing in life because i'm sworn to secrecy
0: oh yeah i like that too i i have i think a a a B, a B b a b1 a vitamin b1 interpretation inject me please (laughs) i'll tell you a story about that later my mood needs it thank you i wonder if you know in the context if we take it away from the spy context in this setting which is more strictly romantic sure This singer's, this protagonist's tendency towards secrecy Hmm. is making them fail at getting what they want. Which is the relationship? Which is the relationship. You know, if we have this whole like, oh, the masquerade, I'm, I'm masking my feelings, I'm wrapped up in the warmth of you, wrapped up in your smile, but I'm keeping this air of casual indifference going about my usual business... But at the same time, daydreaming of you, I, I'm keeping my, feel, my feelings so secret because that's what I'm programmed to do.
1: So it's a man from the 1980s, is what you're saying? It's, <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah. It could be is it? Is this is this song about my dad? Omen? Is it's, that what this is? It's
0: this? Do you know that song? My dad never told me he loved me by Jethro Tull. I love that song.
1: I th- I don't think I've heard that one. That must be a, a, a bonus track somewhere.
0: It's it's on it's a bonus track on the album "Mommy Issues."
1: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna get into an insight. I think I must have told you this before. Ten thousand songs
0: about my mother. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: This we're gonna get into some serious insight into to Nick McGill here, ladies and gentlemen. S- sit sit down, Put buckle on your up, listening pants. have some cocoa. This is happening. So when I was like. 15, 17, something like that.
0: Yeah, the age of peak sexual prowess. I'm sorry I said that. We can cut that out. <laughs> I don't
1: know when that is. I, it hasn't happened yet.
0: Still going up.
1: My dad's changing his oil in his truck. And I'm, si- I'm sitting out there with him. We're just just sitting with him. And he's got the radio on. And Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young's Love the One You're With comes on.
0: Uh-huh. If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And if you can't be with the one you love, honey, love the one you're with. And there have been times where we're like, I'm, I'm in the truck listening to music and he'll, he'll ask me like about the song and, and what do I think that means. But this one in particular was, do you, how do you feel about that? If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Yeah, Omen's making the face that my soul is making right now. Yeah. Yikes. Your dad asked you that? Was my dad asking me permission to to tell me about the affair he was having? You know, I don't know. I don't know the time frame. I don't know where it falls in things. But that happened and that lives in that lives rent-free in my heart to this day.
0: That moment was the closest that your father ever got to therapy.
1: <laughs> yes. Talking to his 15-year-old son. Yes.
0: While changing his oil.
1: Or 17-year-old son or whatever, yeah.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. Woof. Don't know what to say about that. I don't know why I told you that. I'm not sure if I'll leave this in or not. You should. You should leave it. I probably will. You're welcome, everybody.
0: Well, wow.
1: Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry to be a... Debbie Downer.
0: No, never apologize for revealing the deep secrets of your childhood. I do it all the time. About (laughs) time, someone else did it. That's true.
1: (laughs) If anyone else wants to write in and reveal a deep secret of your childhood, we'll read it on air.
0: This is a safe space. You don't have to
1: tell us your name or anything, but we'll definitely read it. If we get enough, we'll start a whole new podcast.
0: Yeah. Do it. Secrets of My Childhood by the Feckless moms. Tell your friends. Or just unwrapping the under underpants i've got you underpants
1: that's the song for when you when you open that present at christmas that you just know it's either socks or underwear and you just you have to get it over with
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah.
1: you open the small ones first
0: and i wear i wear an air of casual indifference
1: <laughs> i wear calvin klein's casual indifference
0: indifference by calvin klein i've got you Under wraps, under wraps. In answer to your question, no, I have no idea what we're listening to next week, but I'm excited to find out. Let me break open this capsule that I've been holding behind my teeth for seven weeks. Oh, no. Is that the arsenic capsule or the European legacy capsule? Oh, European. It was it was a little bit of peppermint oil. Oh,
1: a little spicy, but you'll get through it. It's fine. It's not that bad. European legacy. European legacy. Track number three off of 1984's Under Wraps.
0: Very excited to talk about this. Until next week, bless my boots. And if you can't bless my boots, you may want to bless your own feet with a pair of Talk Tall to Me branded socks. Is that something that you can get on Teepublica? I'm not sure. Why don't you go and find out?
1: It's Teepublic. It's just Teepublic. And the link is in our show notes. <laughs> you will be wrapped up in the warmth of us. When you subscribe to our Patreon, it's only $5 a month, gets you two additional podcasts, Outtake Tall to Me and Feckless, a grab bag of content, and you get access to our Discord to chat with other warmly wrapped Tall Skulls.
0: You don't have to wear an air of casual indifference when it comes to this podcast. You can shout your feelings from the rooftop of the internet by giving us a positive review and a five-star rating wherever you like. Write into the US government and tell them how much you like talk tell to me. <laughs> or just put it on Spotify. That'd be great. Or Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Until next week, I am
1: the great unveiling, Nick McGill.
0: I am going slow, Omen Thomas said. We are not
1: careful how we go about our usual business. We are the feckless momes.
0: And upon my soul, this is is Talk Tall to Me.
1: Oh, oh, Duke Reginald, it, it, it's an honor. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's 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 been great. I, I, I'm i going to go uh, help myself to some punch, if you Ooh, don't mind.
0: Excuse me, do you mind if I grab a quick word with you? Here, step into this broom closet.
1: Yes, complete stranger. What can I do for you?
0: Agent Musclefellow, you've got to stop making eyes across the dance floor to me.
1: Secret Agent Sexy Lady, if you don't stop showing me your garter... I will rip this mask off and tackle you. I can't handle it. You know I'm a sucker for garters.
0: You don't talk about tackling me when my breasts are full of secrets.
1: They are... You're, you're right, they're... My God, they're so full of secrets.
0: Now, now shut up and kiss the microfilm into my mouth. Oh, you've delivered hands-free. This microfilm tastes like
1: another woman. How do you think I got it in the first place, secret <coughs> agent? Oh. I can't believe you've been kissing other agents. It's that Russian woman, isn't it? Well, of course, she's our she's our mark. She's the one. She's the one who leaked it. You know, it didn't mean anything, secret agent, sexy lady. You know, it doesn't mean anything. It was just a, a handoff. It was a delivery. It didn't mean anything. I don't think there were any hands involved. <coughs> Too many hands in this broom closet, or maybe. Not enough hands.
0: If you don't stop kissing foreign agents who may be planting microchips in your tongue, I'm going to go straight to the Kremlin and have them revoke your diplomatic immunity with my underwear.
1: You would not go so far as to blow this mission. We have gotten this far, and last I checked, you weren't
0: wearing underwear. I'm revoking your need-to-know basis from what's under this miniskirt. When we get back to the safe house, we're going to have a long talk after we're decontaminated.
1: I think we may have to talk this over. I, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned that we are jeopardizing the mission, but... Frankly, I'm not sure we can even get back to the safe house at this point, Secret Agent Sexy Lady. Do you know the key word, the, the key phrase to get in?
0: As sure as your real name is Frederick Balgson, I know that the secret phrase that is the key to this entire mission is Talk to Me is a proud member of the Feckless Momes audio network.
1: Oh, oh, talk secrets to me.
0: <laughs> I'm really secret agent Mustanchevich. <laughs> Not Mustanchevich! Your face is burnt by Russian KGB. We've been following you ever since Benefit.
1: But you... You tasted just like secret, Agent Sexy Lady. I, did, I don't know what
0: <laughs> Oh, That was a test, Baldson. It really is me, Agent Sexy Lady. Oh, thank God. Let's go through this trap door to the sexy safe house. <laughs>